0: Hello friends and happy Monday. How are you doing today? I hope you've had a good weekend and this week is quite a busy week if you follow, I don't know, awareness days or all that kind of stuff which I loosely look at. Um, It's men's health week and the focus this week is men's mental health And we do have a live discussion panel event running on Thursday at 11pm UK time, um, which will then be available as a replay on our Facebook page and will become a podcast episode as well um, with some friends of the show who've been on before to really explore that topic because I don't feel that it's a topic that I can talk about from experience like I can with other areas of mental health and well-being. So That's super exciting. That's going on this week. And it is also wellbeing week. So we're going to be talking about wellbeing uh, as we raise up, (laughs) sharing some content uh, around that and support, and also officially announcing, and this is kind of a side project for me personally, not for Psyche, um, but the social enterprise that I've hinted at before really about youth mental well-being, we are doing kind of a soft launch this week for well-being week, an unofficial launch kind of down the road a little bit, but um, yeah, so super exciting, a lot going on in the, the mental health well-being arena um and I'm feeling really energized actually and I think that's from investing in myself I guess I've been working with a coach through a group program and as a coach I think it's really important to keep investing in yourself um whether you're a coach or just generally to help you kind of get to where you want to get to and I've talked about therapy before that's something on a personal level that is really helping me um it's like an onion you kind of feel like yeah I'm pretty sorted and then more stuff comes up um that's something that that I um invest in for myself to help myself and also working with a coach and having that support and I'm just coming to the end sadly of this group program I've been in about confidence and then I've also um taken part in this five-day challenge this week although to be honest I caught up at the weekend (laughs) but so I'm really feeling inspired and energized and excited about some of the stuff that I am going to be sharing and putting out there to um offer more more ways to support people with their mental well-being with finding balance with communication and particularly supporting young people with with mental health and well-being so I'm coming to you feeling excited and um, alive and <laughs> all of those things uh, and a little bit tired. It's been uh, a quite a lazy, chilled Sunday morning and there has definitely been what I've needed for my self-care. So I hope you've had a good weekend. I hope you're doing okay uh, today, if you're listening to this on Monday or whenever you're listening to this. And this is such a fab conversation today that I'm sharing Before we dive in, I want to really thank the guests that we had on the show last week. So, massive, massive thank you to Sheriana and Dr. Shani, who joined us last week, Um, and today, um, and Wednesday, two more fab conversations. So today, I'm joined by Serafina, and, well, we get into so much great stuff. We talk about neurodiversity, we talk about intersectionality we talk about authenticity and wellness um people finding their art and I am gonna i got some new paints so I'm gonna be having a bit of a play with those later well then maybe the podcast is is part of my art as well but it's such a fun conversation uh, that I had with Serafina and I really really hope that you enjoy it and I'll be back super quickly at the end Hi, everyone, and I'm really happy to welcome today's guest, Sarafina, to the podcast. So, Serafina, welcome. And if you could tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me, Hannah. My name is Serafina Arthur-Williams, and I'm the CEO and founder of Intentional Simplicity LLC. A wellness-based private practice, local, located virtually, um, but I live in Carnegie, PA, which is a little bit outside of Pittsburgh. So I've been in the mental health field for a long, long time, and it's so great to connect with people who also are interested in it and also want to share the value of wellness.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's—I don't know about you, but it's something I could honestly talk about all day. <laughs> <laughs> Me so,
1: <too>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know sometimes I find myself when I, um, I have to be very mindful of the time with conversations and then I'll talk a little bit at the beginning and the end of episodes and I'll often say just quickly I'm going to say something and <laughs> it's it's not quick so yeah uh, I'm so glad uh, to have this conversation with you and we've got some amazing stuff to, to talk about today but I guess my, my first question, um, if you're comfortable to share, is, is why mental health? What kind of drew you to mm. this area?
1: Yeah, so a lot of my growing process was surrounding my large family and large team. Um, and by that, I mean I played sports my whole entire life. And so I'm always considering other people, always wondering how my impact on someone else will shift the whole entire experience so whether it's my personal family or my team or anything in that space I always had this fascination about how other people were were moving amongst one another Um, and it wasn't until I started to explore my sexuality and spirituality and these different parts of who I was that I I found my skills within myself. It was truly rooted in my desire to want to know more and my desire to help people be their true self while I was also looking for my true self. And so this field has helped me gain the language, the tools, the awareness um, to really hone in on who I am and how I want to move moving forward. And with that, I give my clients a space to also do the same. So mental health is a bridge between my authentic self and the self that I can be I believe in my best capacity that's beautiful
0: <laughs> you said it, and I was sort of nodding along that um I could definitely relate to that being so aware on uh, of other people around you and that how you impact on them and 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 all of that and I definitely feel that sometimes too much <laughs> I lose myself in that because I'm so other focused and, and and that impact but um yeah I just loved that the way that you shared it and I had another thought and it's gone so <laughs> but but oh yeah no I, I also love um you know that you um there's a lot about identity in in what you do and that is something for myself as well that I think is so important that we can there's so much external noise isn't there that we yes. can yes. so lose ourselves in that and, and I think for me personally that's been a struggle to try and figure out who I am. And I think it can have a massive impact. And so, yeah, finding yourself in that, which it sounds like was part of your journey.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And as you're developing, no matter what space or stage you are in your life, there is an identity in that um, sector that's specifically for that time. You know, so the continuation of wondering who I am and how I'm becoming and how I'm being impacted by others is a good thing. You know, because that means you're keeping up with the time. Um, but on the other hand, it's okay to check in and see what other parts do you need to go back to, or what other parts are no longer serving you, and you need to let go of them. You know, so I say, stay aware, but stay present with who you are.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think
1: sometimes I have that view
0: of like, I just I'll figure it out, and then I'll be sorted. Like, oh no. <laughs>
1: I know who I am. You'll be fine. Right. Oh, I wish there was an end goal, but there is not. And the goal is to continue living each day as present as possible so live enjoy life really
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. amazing and and you mentioned there um about being authentic and it was it was partly about about finding that and I know authenticity and wellness is something that you you talk about and we love to give kind of like definitions here so that we know when we're talking about this thing we're all like on the same page of what it means so when you talk about being authentic and authenticity what do you mean by that
1: Sure. So authenticity, I believe, is your true self. And we have these versions of true self depending on who we are around, what time of life we are in, what stage we are at. Um, So, for example, when you have a family, you you create your role self, the self that fits within that family, you know, that you do what you're expected of, but while you're still in that role self there's also that internal self, that, that deep self, that self that you have to go inward for. And in psychology, we say like the ego. Um, and in that, that spot is where that needs to be nourished enough to be able to explore authenticity. And so that's why I say, and you shared it earlier, that your environment is such a large factor. Because imagine growing up with with siblings or parents who didn't allow you to be your true self which is probably a lot of our world um, which makes it really hard for us to speak about authenticity and about identity because it's been so taboo for so long our mindset is very like stay collective be like everyone else know your space know your role know your purpose but what if you're not sure yet and it hasn't been created just yet or it's still in the pot and it's doing and it still needs to marinate some um, so that's why we need to give each other space to gather the tools that will help us be our best selves, but until we get those, we just kind of pull from other people and hope that we get it. Um, But no one else has you inside of them, so you truly need to explore that for yourself. And it can become a little intimidating, sure, because that means you have to make decisions, you know? You have to believe in your word, you have to believe in yourself, you have to trust your intuition. Um, So authenticity is scary, but I believe it's the same thing as vulnerability. Vulnerability with a little bit of spice, I say um because that means you own it. So it's nice.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. And and I was thinking of for myself, sorry, I do this a lot, but i like, oh for me. Um I um I spent a long time kind of I think struggling with my mental health and where I fit in. And actually when I can like I say embrace my inner weirdo and and really own that. And I can't do it all the time, but when I can do it and lean into it, that it just feels amazing and Mm -hmm. it's so much better but sometimes when there are new situations I have to kind of oh what's happening around me how how am I supposed to be in this space so that it's I don't know safe or feels like I can be successful or whatever so that I guess that's maybe that looking to the other people but Mm -hmm. still coming back to that what Mm -hmm. feels true
1: for me. Yeah for sure um that feeling is being seen by others when you can be your true weirdo. Um, And that weirdo self is what the people around you who are accepting you love about you. Um, And so you continue being that true self around the people who help you feel seen because they've accepted you already. When you jump into spaces that are new, see which version of yourself you kind of want to share with them, you know? Um, if it is something that is new to you, it's it's very odd to just jump in and give something that's that someone may not be aware of. And so you test the waters, you know, feel what's going on, put your feelers out there, become a servant, you know, and then also check in with your body. We are truly harmonious and connected to one another. So it's really important that the energy that you feel from other people aren't truly coming from you or is it coming from the world? Um, and being able to recognize that is what I love to say about reflection and introspection and self-awareness and journaling and creating art um, the more you are connected with yourself the easier to know if the space is impacting you or if you are impacting the space
0: Mm -hmm. amazing yeah thank you for that and on on this this topic of authenticity when you talk about it alongside wellness Mm -hmm. what's the the kind of connection between Mm -hmm. those two
1: yes so we are i say we as humans are the center of our wellness right And that's the love that we give to ourselves. That's the spirit, that's the soul, that's all that good stuff that we can't really see but we know about us, that keeps us grounded. And then around this little circle, this little person is all the different parts of your wellness. Um, And so when we break it down, we can say your spiritual wellness, your physical wellness, your mental health, your finances, your social connections, um, career development, family development, anything like that um, is a part of your wellness. However, the authenticity becomes the most important part because you have to be the one to create what that looks like for you so that you can actually sustainably keep it going, you know? And so if someone gives you a prescribed version of what this authenticity looks like, um, it may not be right for Hannah. It may be right for Serafina. Um And in that, you're likely to fail the experience because it wasn't for you. It wasn't created with you in mind. And that's what a lot of people go through when they first start therapy is that like, all the things I've been trying isn't working. Or when they go into creating a business, all the things I've been trying isn't working. Well, let's revamp. What's going on here? Um, Are you here in the work with us? Or are you using or pulling from other people or other things? How can we bring you closer to you and your ideas and your needs and your wellness um, with you in mind always? So it really requires the patience to even know what our preferences are. You know, our desires, our ability to follow our intuition or make decisions, um, our ability to say, I have gathered enough information and now I can move forward. So when we're struggling with how something is landing on us or if it's not making sense, there's something there that's missing and it's probably you. Why, why is it not connecting? Um, Or what do I need to help the space get a little bit easier to move through?
0: Yeah, it feels like such a timely conversation because this is something in my business that I've been thinking about today. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, when you're setting up and there's all this, do it this way do it this way, do it this way. And someone says, no, don't do it that way, do it this way. And kind of going, what are all these things that I'm doing and making myself do that maybe not working or I don't really
1: enjoy doing?
0: Yes, and
1: that's a big one. If you don't like it, yeah. that's important to check into, yeah. So, mm-hmm.
0: so like for an example, I there's this whole thing about you need to have a mailing list, like you need a mailing list. And so I was like, right, fine. So I'll, I'll create a newsletter. I don't enjoy creating the newsletter. So I outsourced that to a VA who's amazing. But still, I'm like doing nothing to grow that mailing list because it's just not like a priority. I don't enjoy it. And maybe it would be helpful, but it just doesn't feel like <laughs> like me. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like it fits with yeah. me. And maybe that will have a negative impact on my business. But I'm, I'm you know, if I'm spending money on something just because I think I should do it, that's, you know, but it's difficult, I think, sometimes to do the let's check in and actually look at it. Mm -hmm. and ignore the other voices of what people Mm -hmm. say you should do and to trust yourself yeah um so do you have any advice for
1: me yeah for sure I would say take a break take a break take a break and then look at what's going on you even said it um and in those spaces I believe is when you'll find the gaps you know Why is it difficult for me to create a newsletter? Is this how I want to communicate with my audience? Is this how I normally communicate? Would I even want to read my newsletter? You know, like all of these things need to really go in um, into how you want to be seen, right? And so maybe you're not finished branding. Maybe you haven't gotten all the words you need to really put together the best newsletter that you think can go out. Um, And so the apprehension or the skepticism or the desire to meet, Another goal um, seems a little bit rushed, you know, um, and when you don't have enough time to make the best decision for you, there's a little bit of like yuckiness that comes along with it. It's was like resentment or like, oh, or OK, I guess I'll schedule it in. I guess I'll add that. And all those feelings don't feel right to me. Um, and so whenever you have those thoughts, there's something pulling you back. And it could be like maybe this isn't the time or you really needed a break. Or someone else, like you said, outsourcing needs to figure it out for you because you don't want to do it. But at the core of it, there is a feeling that needs to be checked in with. And if we aren't sure what it's saying to us right now, we continue to break and wait until you get that better awareness. Something will come that will make a lot more sense Mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah
0: great yeah thank you so much for that because i i think sometimes we can have that like well oh it doesn't right but i'll just kind of keep doing it because it's yeah. beneficial but actually mm-hmm. having that pause and going well i don't have an answer yet so i'm just gonna kind of wait
1: mm-hmm. for it to mm-hmm. appear and not try yeah. and force it uh-huh yeah what's for you will not pass you yeah mm-hmm. i feel That's like it. you're
0: just full of these little amazing yes. like pearls of wisdom <laughs> <laughs>
1: I always call them the nuggets. (laughs) Yeah, you just get the nuggets of wisdom. They're really fun. Um, But it's just open dialogue. You know, it takes two of us to create the space that we can start to talk freely. Um, and that's what's cool you're a wonderful host thank you
0: oh thank you well um I've got there's another nugget I found on your website that I wanted to kind of drop in that uh is that all people are looking for their art Mm. and uh, I wonder if you could explain that for us
1: yes so I believe that is a part of my philosophy um and that phrase was created when I started my dissertation um and I wanted to understand how we could expand our legacies and our truth as an African-American woman. And so when I was putting this together, I was like, "But what's ours? You know, what's ours? What's mine? How do I, how does my language land on the rest of the world? And so when I say everyone's looking for their art, they're looking for some way to be seen. They're looking for some way to be heard to even hear themselves, you know? And so when the world is always looking at us and they always have their perceptions out and their expectations on who we're supposed to be or how we're supposed to look, when you don't know your art, it's really hard to get back to you. And that can look like anything. I say people who love to write, people who like to dance, listen to music. I love music. Some people even have a person, like a mom or a best friend or someone who is the person they go to for something, but that helps them open up their version of their art. You know, so we as therapists, we're that vessel. We're that vessel, we're that bridge that connects you to who you are. And so by that by, by creating something for you to just jump in and then kind of coast your way through and feel it out to your best of your ability, you'll find what speaks true along the journey. You'll find your art, you'll find what makes sense. Um, and I'll give you a hint a little bit further about me is that I also have ADHD. So my mind is not the same as everyone else. I'm always all over the place. And in that, I always felt like I wasn't fitting in because I wasn't meant to fit in. That's never the goal. My mind isn't working the same way as neurotypical, in, in air quotes, neurotypical minds are working um, and in that I had to find my art I had to find something that made sense to me no matter where I went and for me it is art if you go on my website you'll see all my art all over there because I <laughs> love to create artwork so um, it really has been a huge um, backbone for me as I've moved through all the levels and phases of my life and my growth mm-hmm. yes thank you
0: yeah thank you so much for sharing that and this is something I've, I think I've hinted out on the podcast but not uh talked about and I a few years ago I went through the diagnostic process for Asperger's so kind of okay. yeah. and so also neurodivergent although they were like you're managing so you're not which yeah <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. okay um but I think that a lot of my identity stuff I think was around that of feeling not the neurotypical kind of air quotes Mm -hmm. and so I wonder if there's something about the kind of identity thing that we're both interested in that having that feeling of uh, um do you know what I mean that that kind of maybe there's something in that
1: yeah I think our minds are wonderful I think it's a wonderful way to problem solve and create new pathways, new synapses that make sense to us. Um, we have a life trajectory so that people don't become lazy, right? So you're supposed to go to school. You're supposed to go to college or get a trade or start working, get a job, whatever that may look like. And then you're supposed to find your partner. They're supposed to get married and have a house, children, car, whatever, go on, go on, go on. But what if that that doesn't look, some, look like a a feasible plan for you, right? Um, What if that doesn't seem to spark joy for you? Or what if you don't have the resources to actually make that happen? Um, So does that mean that you are just left behind or you don't have a a goal to reach or a future to look forward to? Um, And the answer is no. What we do instead is we create new means of understanding the experiences around us and create spaces that make sense for us. I said it earlier, if the space isn't for, if it's not created with us in mind, it makes it really hard for us to stay, right? Because it's difficult. We're working and working and working to reach something that was never for us. So it helps us start using our creativity skills, our problem solving skills. We, we um, our executive function, like our organization and our ability to move through stuff becomes a lot different. Our resilience is stronger, right? However, there's a downside to this. Perfectionism, wanting to meet the standards of other people because you think that's the goal or when you don't have the resources that you need so you fall below the spectrum and actually don't want to be resilient and instead you give in to the sadness and the fear of like I'm never going to amount. Your worth then becomes associated with your ability to to do what other people want instead of you, you getting what you need out of the experiences at all times, right? Um, so... Our neurodiverse minds are definitely a blessing in disguise. Um, But be around around the right enough people that make you feel seen and you'll see all the gifts that you have there. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, amazing, amazing. Oh, so much good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... And one of the other things that you talk about, and I, I'd love to hear your perspective on it, and again, if you can give us a, a kind of definition of this world, word as well, and what it means to you, is
1: intersectionality. Ooh, so. love that. Intersectionality <laughs> is like Serafina to a T. Um, I say there are so many different parts of us, and once they they connect, they bring together who we are. However, when we start to reject different parts of us, then we have gaps in our our truth. Um, And sometimes these these versions of us or these sections of us aren't the most beautiful. Um, And in that, we have to work on them a little bit longer. or We have to hang out in that section a little bit longer and we don't like it. Um, Sometimes you'll continue moving and your sections will get get bigger or they'll move away. But no matter what, the core of intersectionality is knowing that these pieces are what make you who you are. Um, And however you want to make meaning around it is off of you. However, I would often encourage you to go to therapy if you're not really sure about all the parts of who you are, because it can be very hard to hold them all in your head by yourself. You know, um, but on the other hand, do a mind map, do a huge vision board, and see the different types of person you are, um, and see what parts you really like, what parts you use during certain times um, of your life, and then you'll see those skills are are so helpful, and they're the easiest ones to tap into because you already have them. You know, so your intersectionality needs to be brought to several businesses, um, our our media. Our our ability to not have to just be perfect and fit into these little boxes. We're really encouraging um, difference, you know, and and, um, I guess diversity would be the key one, diversity within thought, diversity within yourself. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, I think particularly those parts of ourselves that we kind of label as maybe negative or the ones that we don't like so much, Mm -hmm. we can be like no (laughs) go away but if they're part of who we are then we have that kind of that conflict that we're creating and we're not sort of kind of honoring you know that's part of me maybe I can work on it and make it more tolerable so Mm. I am really stubborn right Mm. (laughs) and that's that's part of who I am and sometimes it's like a negative but sometimes it's like actually when I'm really passionate about something I'm gonna I don't like conflict, but I will, <laughs> I will like stand up for it. And mm-hmm. so actually, that's part of who I am. But if I kind of go like, oh, no, 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 because that's, that's bad. That's a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm denying part of mm-hmm. who I am, I
1: guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um intersectionality doesn't need to be just about your culture, you just hit it on the nail. It's different parts of your character, different parts of your personality. Um, and instead of saying bad, we can say unbeautiful. You know, it's not beautiful, just yet. Yeah, we're still working on it. Um, but when we assign labels to these things that we do, whether it's bad, good, um, not okay, okay, that puts weight on something that may not require a lot more weight. Um, and you're even, you allow all these experiences to be grounded within what they are as they are by adding a label it makes it hard for us to like see it differently. You know, there's a lot of gray and a lot of space around the way we define our words and the way we um, act out truly. So it takes time. And I've said it earlier, we're continuing to like develop new pathways and new new thinking patterns so that it's easier to be you. And that's the authenticity. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It feels like the, the more we talk, but also the more in this space that Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, continual process of mm-hmm. kind of understanding who you are and reflecting on who you are and and I think we often have that um I listened to it, I think it was a Brené Brown podcast the other day I think with Simon Sinek and they had this idea of the finite and the infinite mind and so if you're like I'm gonna like figure out who I am and be like totally sorted we're trying to get to something that doesn't exist whereas yeah. it's like this infinite process mm-hmm. and that actually maybe this needs to be part of our our maybe daily practice of kind of listening to ourselves and kind of thinking about who we are not in a completely like self-centered <laughs> way all the time
1: but um
0: mm-hmm. yeah that is this infinite process maybe
1: absolutely um that's a wonderful way to break it down and we're always moving though we live in a groundless world I like to say um And in there, it can be very scary to live with the uncertainty of what is to happen. And so we're always prepping, we're always prepping, we're always prepping and trying to avoid bad things from happening when in truth, we're missing out on a wonderful experience in the present moment. Um, And that present moment is, is where you find the true answers. So like when you're checking in, it's more like an introspection and a reflection rather than a, what do I need? Who am I? Um, What do I want? What do I want? What do I want? What do I want? want? And that, that feels a little bit insecure. Um, So that's something to explore too. Then I think there's also, so you bring in the good group of people around you who can say, are you being big headed or are (laughs) you truly doing the good work to see how you're impacting the world around you or how the world's impacting you? Um, and these don't need to be shared with many people when you're doing your reflections or your introspections. It's really the time you have with you, and that's why I say find your art because I do it through art, through dance, through listening to music, through writing, through talking. Um, but someone could do it through exercise, through cooking, um, and so many, so many different things like gardening. It really depends on what what helps you speak your language best Mm -hmm. I love that
0: before I ask you if you've got like a final thought I'm just thinking I've started now when I when I share episodes trying to pull out a quote Mm -hmm. uh, just like mindful that that's gonna be so difficult (laughs) to pick out just like what's the one standout (laughs) quote from it so oh I don't know can (laughs) I listen back through maybe something yes, <laughs>
1: One more. please send me some send me as, many as you make yeah. I love to hear them thank <laughs> you thank it'll you. just be like a transcript <laughs> <all the> <laughs> thank you thank uh, you
0: thank you uh so yeah before I ask you my set questions do you have um a final thought on anything that we've talked about or just kind of life in general that you'd like mm-hmm. to share with us
1: yeah so the world has experienced 2020 together on um, and also being in America. You've also experienced a lot of political and racial, racially charged experiences. Um, and so we have a whole new time frame to kind of reflect our grieving process, reflect what we've lost, reflect who we've lost, reflect on who we were and what we have now. Um, and in that, don't forget that like you can still live, you know, you can still feel positive experiences and there is no lack of positivity just because there is negative experiences or bad, And am putting those in the air quotes, experiences. Um, and I, I, my theory is rooted in positive psychology. So there will be a pendulum twist and things will start to grow and things will start to make sense. Um, but this is the present moment and stay on board for it, truly. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't miss out. Thank you so much, Serafina. i Oh, I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on my set questions now. <laughs> so these are questions that I ask everyone that that comes on the show. Um, okay. Yeah. So the first one is what brings you joy in your life?
1: Oh, myself. I bring myself oh. a lot of joy. I love myself all the time. Um, but I love how I um, I have been a joy for a lot of people. I have brought a lot of light to a lot of people. And um, it's been helpful for me to see a lot wh- about who I am and how my impact on the world is. So I'm grateful for me and all the people I have touched truly.
0: That's so beautiful. Thank you for that. (laughs) And then the next question is what makes life meaningful for you?
1: Mm. What What makes life meaningful? I believe being a human, being a human makes life be meaningful. Us, as human are are worthy, are valuable, are good, and then anything from there else is better. You know, so the true at the core is your spirit. You being alive, you being here, is meaningful.
0: I think that so when you when you said it just like that, it's like obviously you know, we're, <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> we're worthy and valuable, but like that's so hard I have issues with this and I know so many people do it's just like when you say it's like it's obvious that we that we have it but it is so hard for many of us to feel that that is true
1: absolutely me too sometimes I get and then uh, a good friend of mine always tells me to speak affirmations Mm -hmm. Um, and even if it's just for you you saying it to your head you are worthy, you are beautiful, you are supposed to be here, your being in itself is exactly what it needs to be. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, And believing in your body's like ability to keep going for you. Mm -hmm. We're Mm -hmm. strong and very resilient. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: So my my next two questions are about our overarching topic on the podcast, which is mental wellness. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the first question is, what does mental wellness mean to you? Mental
1: wellness means to me, Um, having the ability to balance and compartmentalize all the different parts of who we are as humans. Um, And in that, they work harmoniously, they work groundly. Um, And it doesn't mean that you don't have experiences that are tough or that shake your core. It's that you know how to reflect and move through the experience without that much heartache, without that much um, pain or without that, that fear. And so it has a lot to do with Self awareness, I believe, but your mental wellness is a, a huge indicator as to how the other parts of your life are going to be working.
0: Awesome. And then my follow up is always for yourself. What do you do to look after your mental well being?
1: Oh well, the first thing I do is listen to myself. I don't like to do things I don't want to do. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So I'm like, do you really want to do that? Um, but on the other hand, it's create artwork and listen to music that is such a day for me I take off Mondays and Fridays to do things that bring me legit joy um for that reason because I find it in my art and in the middle of the week I work hard I say <laughs> mm-hmm. um but nonetheless art has truly been an, an uh, um what is the word an eye opener I guess it's my third eye I like to say mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. well uh, I just like to say I'm very grateful that you're joining us on a Monday then. <laughs> so. Uh, it's bringing you joy to be with us it's definitely bringing me joy so
1: <laughs> I had to make time I was really bummed out I missed you last week I was like okay this is right <laughs> I'm really excited though thank you for having me yeah
0: know you're welcome uh so where are we I've got a couple more questions so just off on a tangent um so my next question uh is sometimes a challenge for people but we'll see um, is how would you describe your own mindset?
1: Mm, I believe my mindset, this is why I give you a hint about my ADHD, <laughs> um, <laughs> because my mindset is very mm, eclectic. Mm-hmm. I often find alternative ways to move through the world, um, and I use my mind with intention um, and a lot of creativity. Uh, and a little spice of joy, I say, in there too. So my mindset is is very open and fluid to the world around me, but definitely considers me, absolutely. Yeah, awesome, thank you.
0: Uh, this is my favourite question to ask, um, because we love to give people kind of practical ideas of of things they can uh, try out in their life and we're very much it's not one size fits all just Mm -hmm. kind of try out and and see what works but do you have a top one to three tips that you'd recommend that people have a go at and see
1: um, and the so first one is I say take a break when you need it please take a break when you need it Um, the world is always moving and you'll always feel like you have to keep going along with it but take a break when you need it listen to your body. The second would be to try your best, do your best at all times and whatever that may be. And knowing if you've done your best or not should be dependent on who you are, okay? And then when you've done your best, stop. That's it. You did your best. (laughs) Take your break now. And then the last one would be be mindful of which feelings are yours and which ones are other people's. Um, and we easily can take on other people's experiences and other people's emotions and things like that. But when they're not yours, don't take on that pain because it's not for you. Be empathetic, be compassionate, be there, um, but hold that boundary for yourself.
0: That's
1: so powerful. Thank you for that um
0: so my next question this is a new one that i've started throwing in because uh, i love to read you can't see all my books over here <laughs> actually there's only half of the other half downstairs um so uh do you have a it doesn't have to be a book it could be like a ted talk or something but something that you just love that you know that has had a massive impact on you so a book or a ted talk that you'd recommend mm.
1: that we check out the woman who ran with wolves that was a book that started, I, I like, I like audio books. I like to read because it makes me sleepy, but I'll read it if it's for work. <laughs> um, but audio books, woman who's speaking um, knows how to reach you in a wonderful way. And it helped me really grow my intuition and um, my decision-making skills. And it also helped me to recognize that I wasn't alone in this world. Um, and the things that I'm experiencing are not odd. They're, they're familiar, too familiar. Mm-hmm. so the woman who run with wolves very very powerful yeah I've
0: um I was gonna say read it but actually that one I um I don't often that I've got an, an audible account but most of the time I have like physical books but that is one that I've listened to so yeah, it's so, so
1: good it's so good
0: <laughs> yeah. it was one of the first ones actually when I got audible I was like oh, I'm gonna um listen to that one so yeah thank you for sharing that and then my final question which i'm really sad to say is the final question because i'm really loving um speaking with you is where people can find you and if they want to connect with you um whereabouts are you absolutely
1: so you can check out my website at liveintentionallysimplicit.com on facebook we're intentional simplicity llc on instagram we're intentional underscore simplicity llc and on LinkedIn for all you professionals out there, we're on ten- intentional simplicity LLC. So very, very easy. Um, and if you don't remember any of that, Serafina Arthur Williams, it's enough. <laughs> and it'll come up. <laughs> <The> <laughs> well, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we'll also link in the show notes and we share on social media so people can find you nice and easily from there as well. <sighs> Serafina, it's been, it's been wonderful (laughs) speaking with you so thank you so much for for joining me um, and for sharing with us I really appreciate
1: it thank you for having me Hannah I hope to be back this was so much fun yeah absolutely (laughs) anytime
0: (laughs) (laughs) so massive thank you again to Serafina and I will be just really brief at the end because actually I kind of mixed up a little bit <laughs> and the stuff that I wanted to share with you, I shared at the beginning of the episode. Uh, so as I mentioned, this Thursday, 24th of June at 11pm UK time, we have that live discussion panel on men's mental health and I am being joined by Jay Schiffman, Joey Dumont and Will Foley who have all been on the show before and also Tim who with Will is part of the Above Ground podcast who uh, have graciously welcomed me onto their show uh, previously. So I'm really excited about that. As I said, (laughs) 11pm UK time, so it will be available on the replay and become a podcast episode. So you can listen to it then. If you have any questions that you would like our panel to have a go at answering, or suggestions of topics about men's mental health that you're really curious about, please send us a message at P S Y K H E. Coaching. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and send us a DM, uh, or you can email me directly, Hannah H A N N A H S at psyche P-S-Y-K-H-E.co.uk. and then we will we'll have a go at them as a panel. Um, so I'm very excited about that, and I also have a well being workshop available uh, on a donation basis on Thursday, the fifteenth of July at 6pm UK time, which is going to be a real mix of practical tools and grounding activities so that you leave feeling calmer and more balanced already, and also guided visualizations and that sense of connection and sharing to really help you get clear on what a balance looks like looks like for you and how you can find more of it in your life. So if you're interested, that is on our Facebook page at Psyche Coaching. Uh, so you can find the details and the link to the Eventbrite on there. It's a very small group, so there's only twelve places. Um, and I know we already have some interest and some tickets already gone. So if you're interested, then it would be awesome to to see you there and to help you find more balance in your life. And this is something I'm going to be exploring more of uh, in person, hopefully soon. But also maybe some virtual events that are a mix of kind of yoga and that meditation visualization journaling prompts a bit of coaching and a really kind of holistic blend to help people really focus on their well-being and find a little bit of pause in their life which sometimes can be really difficult so that's stuff that i've got going on uh if you're interested facebook uh, is probably the place to go although i think details should be on our instagram as well so however you're connected with us check those out I will be back on Wednesday when we are joined by the awesome Amy Corey Um, and we're talking about mental health we're talking about self-harm which is something that there can be a lot of misconceptions and stigma around Uh, so a really powerful conversation around that Uh, as always thank you so so much for tuning in and listening it really means a lot to me and I would really appreciate it if you would consider rating reviewing and sharing the show so that we can reach more people as I said I'll be back on Wednesday and until then as always take care of yourself be kind to yourself and I'll speak to you soon bye for now